Welcome back, everyone, to episode 79 of the Popcorn Podcast. I am Tommy Cresta. Alongside me, my co-host, Ryan Ferran. And today we're here to talk about this week's entertainment news and the first episode of HBO's The Last of Us. So before we get into all that, Ryan, how's your week been so far? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Martin Luther King Day, we played Spider-Man. That was a good day off. It was a good day off. Finished the game. I'm amazed you finished it that quickly. Dude, two days? Like, yeah, two days is pretty good. That's we were, we were playing for a long time. <laughs> we were. The one day we played for like eight hours. Yeah. But yeah, we're kind of boring. So we had nothing else to do with our lives. Yeah. But anything else? No, Spider-Man's worth it. It's not yeah. boring. It wasn't a waste of life or time. We, we don't have PlayStation, so we had to make do. <laughs> well, I don't have anything that can play. You at yeah. least have the PC that can play it. Yeah. Did I, uh, oh, I picked out my next tattoo. Did you? I'm getting a... Uh, King Ezekiel twenty five dash seventeen from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, looks so cool. <laughs> I have a I have a couple different ones. Are you getting the full quote or just Mm-mm, the just the Ezekiel? Okay, part. Okay. I'm getting it either. I think I'm getting it right here. Really, right above my elbow. Right. Adding to my movie stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. For those listening, I got my second tattoo. I got the Jedi symbol from Star Wars. It looks pretty cool. Ryan it likes cool. it a lot more than my other tattoo. I do. Even though I think I like the Harry Potter one more, but um. Uh, yeah, do you want to hop into the first little bit of news? Yeah. So the first bit of news I guess we could talk about is, oh, Netflix dropped their 2023 slate, which included uh, Rebel Moon, Extraction 2, Damsel, mm-hmm. and a lot of other projects. Oh, The bunch. Killer. Yeah. I'm like a Fazbender project. And uh, yeah, it, I mean, you didn't really get a trailer for anything. But we saw a lot of different like clips of things, and I think I was not expecting to get a Rebel Moon clip. Neither was I. But just to get that little bit, I mean, whew, that scene where the ship lands looks so good. Yeah. And I mean, that's we know that Zack Snyder, if he's going to do anything right, it's going to be the CGI aspect of things. Yeah. No, that's that's what he's really good at is just making his CGI look good. He knows how to shoot it, and he knows how to implement it well into his movies. So I think this one is going to be pretty good if they give him like full control over it like he got for justice league yeah and i mean this is this was supposed to be a star wars project yeah that's what he wanted it to be and then disney didn't want him to do it they said it was too dark yeah so now we're getting our own little zach snare star wars world and i mean just seeing charlie hunnam as the lead i think that's like the main point for me is because i love charlie hunnam and everything Mm -hmm. so to see him do more of like a huge big big budget sci-fi adventure i think it's gonna be really cool see him do like a true like blockbuster type thing but i mean he's done those types of movies before but this one is going to be different i think because it's you know most of his big blockbuster movies have been like from comics and stuff like 300 watchmen and then justice league but i think this is kind of his own thing now did you say 300 yeah he's not 300 is he it's his movie oh i was talking about charlie hunnam oh i thought you were still talking about zach schneider no oh I was like, Watchmen either. you started naming 300? movies, I was oh. like. Uh-huh. I thought you were still talking about Zack Schneider. No, I've been talking oh, about Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, he hasn't really done that stuff. Yeah, he did like, as soon as you started going in, I was like, yeah, he did King Arthur. I was like, that's really it. <laughs> that movie bombed. That movie did. <laughs> he signed a six movie for thing for that. Yeah. Did one. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, Extraction 2, I know that you're super excited for that. Yeah, I like the first movie a lot. I think it could be good kind of. I thought it was a good one-off thing. I, you know, I'm hoping the next movie's good. Kind of upset they brought him back because he 
There's no. I don't way. know how he came. There's back no way from you're that. coming back from that. But you know, uh, I like the first movie. I think it's just a really fun action movie with really really good camera work. Obviously, the director I forget his name. Yeah, but he's a famous stunt guy. Yeah, it's yeah I forget his name. He's a stunt guy. He's done a ton of stuff from Marvel. I think he was Captain America stunt double maybe. Uh, he One did Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and he filmed the Winter Soldier scene. Yeah, like that was all. Like he got two weeks to do that. So I mean, mm-hmm. that's probably if it was a little less choppy. But I mean, it's still probably the best one-on-one fight scene we've gotten out of the MCU. Yeah. So I mean, his his direction, just making a full-on action movie, it's fantastic because he knows exactly what he's doing. So I think that was the fun part of that first movie. So I'm I'm excited for the second movie. Yeah. No, I agree. I think the best part of Extraction is not the story or anything like that. Yeah. I think it's the camera work. Like I love how yeah, it's a bunch absolutely. of one takes. Like, Dude, the the behind the scenes like the car chase when he's like on the hood of the car jumping off and stuff it's crazy this one looks even crazier yeah i mean i mean i don't know why they had to make a second one but i mean mm-hmm. it did really well on netflix i think so that's I mean, the only reason it's just the success of it hey good for them yeah <laughs> but uh moving on we got our we got like a little 10 second clip of scream six yeah and we're getting a trailer for that tomorrow but uh we got our first look at hayden patinari who if you don't know was in scream four she she hasn't done very much since. Was she the killer or does she get killed? No, she doesn't die. Oh, she doesn't. She lives. Okay. No, Emma Roberts is the killer in that one. Oh yeah, that's who it was. Spoiler yeah. if no one's seen it, but that movie came out a long okay. time ago. But uh, yeah, so there's just something little to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, we got our first trailer for Shrinking, the Jason Siegel TV show. Yeah. With Harrison Ford, it looks really good. Yeah, I, I didn't like a teaser come out for that like two years ago or something like that. I feel like I saw something way before. We got something like four months ago. It was like a 10 second clip. I, I feel it's like just I people saw on like a trampoline. Yeah. No, we haven't even get something. Maybe it was something else, but it's something reminded me of it. And I was like, I feel like I saw this a long time ago. But uh, not that, I that movie just looks, or show just looks fun. I'll probably, maybe check it out. I, I think it's going to be really, I think it's going to actually be really good. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Tyrus and Ford, so I'm going to watch yeah. it. And Jason Siegel, who I love. Mm-hmm. And it's about a therapist who's going through his own mourning experience. He lost his wife. And it's him just trying to find himself again. Yeah. Because well, he hasn't really been helping his patients, but he's learning that if he just says straight up what he thinks, mm-hmm. it's worked better. So he literally tells the one girl, he's like, your husband's abusive. He's not trying to fix it. Just leave him. And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's learning. So I'm excited to watch. I think it's going to be heartfelt. I think it's going to be sad, but it's also going to be still really funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, moving into something that I don't know why we're even getting. And this is the Michael Jackson biopic. Yeah. This, I mean, no, I mean, I, I can see why they're doing it. The success of, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody a while ago, which kind of sparked the whole thing. And then people started writing for stuff like Elvis and the Whitney Houston movie. What was the title of that again? The Whitney Houston movie? No, it was called something. I forget what it was called. I think it was I Want to Dance with Somebody. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... It's kind of an easy thing to do. It's a pop star everybody loves, you know, Michael Jackson, obviously. So I can see this doing well, but the thing with these movies is who are you going to cast? That's the thing. Yeah, how, how are you going to find someone that's Michael Jackson? Yeah, exactly. I did not realize. I knew this guy did music videos, and I was like, oh, God, this is not real. This guy is the same guy who did the, both The Equalizers, Training Day, Emancipation, The Magnificent Seven, Southpaw, Guilty, Shooter, Olympus Has Fallen, like, this dude's done a lot of action thrillers. Yeah. There's some decent ones in there, though. Yeah, but I mean, that person's going to do a Michael Jackson movie? Yeah. 
I mean, it's weird to jump from that. Uh, what's his name? Danny McBride wrote the first Halloween, so yeah, people can, can twenty eighteen Halloween, but people can change genres. So that's just something I guess we're gonna have to wait and see what he looks like. We're gonna have to wait to get the first look because yeah. they can't do the dances. Exactly, look like him, it's gonna it's gonna fail. I mean, the singing is also important, and the voice. He has a very yeah, but you can do the voice. voice. Uh, you can just not have them sing. Yeah, that's what they did with uh Bohemian Rhapsody. He didn't do his own singing. He does a little bit of it. Yeah, he does like the little like bits of it, but like yeah. he doesn't do like full fledged perform. He, I guess you do have to perform. No, he does. He does a lot of it, but yeah, there's still it's kind of like Elvis, where it's kind of intercut for most of it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Austin Butler also does four of his own songs. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like you can't do that with Michael Jackson because I feel like there's no one I know that sounds like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's really hard to impersonate Michael Jackson's singing voice yeah. when you know people who have sung like Elvis. There's Elvis impersonators for a reason. Yeah. But yeah. Uh oh, Rebel Moon comes out December twenty second. It's a good, it's a good yeah. date. Uh, J- oh, this is something I don't know what I think about this. James Gunn thinks that his Guardians of the Galaxy cast will end up joining him in the DCEU. Yeah, that that I mean, that's what people were mad at you for at the start. Exactly. That's I don't know why he said that, but it also Just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> that also kind of leads me to think more that. They're more of them are gonna die in Guardians yeah. Three, which I mean, you kind of know. He said it's gonna be the last full Guardians movie, and so I felt like what's his name? Uh, I felt like Dave Batista kind of gave up that he's gonna die. Yeah, because he said this is it. He's not doing another Drax movie. Mm-hmm. So what? Drax is just gonna go off somewhere? That wouldn't make sense. It would kind of be weird if he just leaves. Yeah, but uh, I'm not gonna lie. If he wants to play Bane, I'm all I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, he's been a you know fan casting for a very long time. And he went to DC and said, like, I want to play Bane. And yeah. at that time, Walter Hamada said no. So, yeah. fuck you, Walter Hamada. Secondly, please do not cast Chris Paz like Batman. <laughs> Imagine. I'll, I'll, I'll do certain things. I will be a <laughs> madman. I will definitely be at uh, Warner Brothers headquarters. Yeah. Um, We got our first look. I said at Scream 6. We got, like, the little look at everything. And then I guess the last bit of news is that a Megan sequel has been greenlit. Yeah. Looking, eyeing for a January of 2025 release. Mm-hmm. Same time we'll probably be getting the Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I still haven't seen it, so I don't know what to think about that. It, it, it just makes me mad when I go and look at, like, movie reviews. Mm-hmm. And, like, I look over and I see uh, Avatar The Way of Water has a 77%, which you can say what you want. Okay, 77, fine. You can't say that and then go to Megan that has a 95% critic score. Yeah. Like, they judge things. Like, I think they need to clarify how they're judging it. Like, mm-hmm. Avatar The Way of War is going to be judged with the Oscar movies. Like, that's yeah. how it's going to be compared. Megan should be compared to its own little subgenre. Mm-hmm. It's a dark comedy, but it's not an Oscar movie. Like, it's not an almost perfect movie. That would say it's yeah, better. Exactly. That gave it better reviews than <clears throat> Tar, Babylon, of course. Fablemans, all these different things. I mean, so it's I, 95. It's better than most movies. Yeah, most movies out. this year. I think Everything Ever Walt Once is one of the only ones that has a higher critic score than it. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I also, just think it's ridiculous. It's also a Rotten Tomatoes thing because it's just the way that they rate things. It's not like a the movie is graded as 95. It's that 95% of reviewers liked it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a weird like rating. It is. It's, if they, uh, it's the percent that rates it over 70. Yeah, something like that. Which is, I just give us an actual score. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it actually has on IMDb, but yeah, I guess it's besides the point. But uh, what else? I wanted to say something else. 
No, I think that was all the news I actually had. Unless you have something. There's a 6-6 six, six on IMDb. Okay, see, that's I agree I with IMDb. IMDb is just the best critic site. Yeah. Because ran by fans. Yeah. So that's what it all comes this down to. This is 72 on Metacritic. Fuck Metacritic. I hate that site with a passion. Yeah. Remember, we were, I forget what movie me and you were seeing. We were going home from the Regal, uh, Edgemont. Edgemont, Regal. And uh, we were leaving, and all of a sudden, you were like, Fuck Metacritic. <laughs> You're like, their favorite movie is definitely like Casablanca. Fuck that. I think it was. It is. It's yeah. like a nine something. But no, I, I hate Metacritic. They again it's it's the meta. Yeah. That's why it's called Metacritic. But uh yeah, I have no other news to talk about if you have anything. No, I think you said it all. Cool. Um yeah, so you wanna get into some of the Last of Us premiere? Yeah. Let's get into it. So um for those who don't know, because I a lot of the stuff I got on Snapchat for our fan questions. A lot of people were like, okay, just clarifying. This will have spoilers. If you have not seen the show, click off. This whole review is going yeah. to be spoilers. Definitely watch the show. It was yeah, a go watch really, it. really great first episode. <laughs> very, very good. So, um, yeah, I'm going to get into spoilers now. So, a lot of the stuff I was getting on Snapchat was talking about, like, oh, why'd they have to kill off the daughter? Like, that was just emotional, like, clickbait and stuff like that. I was yeah. Like, I was like, that's not true, though. Like, that, that's just how the game starts. Like, yeah. They didn't make that up for the, just for the show. Like I think people are forgetting that this this was already made. This is a yeah. game that came out ten years ago. Yeah, I forget. It, I think it was like 2014, 2015 or something like that. Twenty thirteen. Was it twenty thirteen? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. And I mean, I I thought it was almost a perfect first episode. Yeah. No, I mean the first thirty. I think it was thirty two minutes. Was the like prologue? Yeah, it's the prior. Yeah. <clears throat> it's two thousand three. Great. I mean, I I haven't played like like we said before. We don't have Playstations. We yeah. know I've been Xbox guys, so I've never played the games. But if you play games at all, you knew what was coming with that first thing. Like you knew the daughter was gonna die because that scene in the game has gone around for years as one of the best opening scenes in gaming history. So I knew it was coming, and still, when I saw it, I was still you know it's crazy they just did that, and I don't think it's emotional manipulation like everybody says i think it just sets the tone for how dark this story is going to be you don't you know just because you're not infected doesn't mean people are going to take you in people don't trust each other there's set groups of survivors and if you're not part of that group they're going to fucking kill you this isn't like (laughs) this isn't like a post-apocalyptic zombie story where people are helping each other out this is dark and gritty and there's factions that will murder you the second they see you. So you can kind of see that in the beginning with the military. They don't trust anybody. They're trying to contain this outbreak, and they'll do it by killing anybody they see. They don't care enough. So I think it was a good start to kind of set the tone for how the whole story is going to be. And, I mean, the performance from the daughter, I, I got to look up the cast list because I don't, I don't uh, know. Nico names. Parker. Yeah, she was fantastic. She was so good. Yeah. I'm trying to get her on the podcast. <laughs> of course you are. Hey, gotta got try. Yeah. But uh and yeah. Pedro Pascal as Joel. I think he did really well. Yeah, no, I'm all I'm all good with him. <clears throat> I have no I Anna Torv, who plays uh Tess, I think she's good. I just in my head I just see the girl from the game. So I think that's my only thing. Like she I wish she looked a little bit more like her. Yeah. But at the same wise, time, Pedro Pascal is doesn't look too much like Joel, like the hair hey, does. He looks like Joel. What are you talking about? Joel's way to shit. Pedro Pascal isn't. <laughs> I'm saying the hair is, but they did it well. I don't yeah. care about the race of the character. It's how he plays him. Yeah. So you know, 
some of the characters don't look alike, but if they play them well, like yeah, I it's not like an actual. Great. Yeah, uh, I actually really liked Gabriel Luna as Tommy. No, I like. I thought too. he was really good. Yeah, and I liked. It felt like Joel's brother. Like, yeah, from the second he went in, he's like, "You don't like pancake?" Like uh, they felt like they've known each other for a while. Yeah, is. and I liked the little Easter egg. I I didn't specifically notice this. I kind of forgot about from watching the gameplay of the game when it was all coming out. Mm-hmm. So I forgot that in the game they clarify that it comes off crops like wheat and stuff. That's how yeah. like that's how they say the yeah the factory in Indonesia. Yeah, and they uh. And they almost infect themselves, uh, Sarah and Joel, because mm-hmm. they want to make pancakes, but then they yeah. don't have the stuff to make the pancakes. Because they say, I forget the name of the city, but whatever the capital of Indonesia was. Kasada or whatever. Yeah, I forget the name Kursada. of it. But it's, this isn't like an Easter egg from the games. It's from real life. That's one of the biggest producers of like flour and like, flour. That's what it is. Of all that stuff in the world. So like all the flour you're getting, all like a lot of grain products you're getting comes from there. So them saying like, oh, I'm going to make pancakes and flour to make pancakes. And that's probably where a lot of the infection came from is just food and all sorts of stuff coming from across the globe where other outbreaks are happening. So, yeah. And you see it from the the biscuits that the neighbors are eating. and Yeah, which they never end up eating. Yeah. The old lady's being fed biscuits and that's how she gets infected probably. It's kind of one of those things that if you don't know about, it's not going to change anything. But if you know about it, it's just really, really smart writing and like really brings you into the world because it's something that could happen in real life there's food outbreaks all the time from all over the place so yeah. it's it's a really cool way to you know make this super realistic you only you want to hear the one thing i have against this episode yeah that scared the shit out of me oh the old lady in the background well that too that. but i never ever in my life was ever like oh zombies could happen like i never thought like that that scene in the 60s Made it seem like zombies were possible, yeah. and that from what I've seen, that's not part of the game. That's what it's they not, added. That is, yeah. they they specifically I, made that themselves. I loved it. I was thought a, it was fantastic. Scary ass monologue yeah. that he gave. because it's true. Like I've heard about it before. There's that like ant that produces. No, it's a wasp that makes a fungus, and they stab an ant, and then they, like brain control the ant, and then it, like crazy, crazy. Have stuff. you never seen the deer zombie deers? No, I have seen those. Yeah, that it's that's crazy. why I always, that's what clicked in my head. Yeah. I was like, and that's what, oh, shit. yeah, and that's what they base the zombies off in the game. Yeah. So it's like this it's, is stuff that can happen. Yeah, like it's a far, far, like very unlikely thing that could happen. Yeah, because the Earth would have to heat up so much. Yeah. Which I mean, global warming and all that stuff. I but, like that made that connection too, because yeah. I'm sure that's not in the games, because that's in the opening scene from the '60s. Yeah, but it's like if the Earth heats up and global warming is a pretty big thing now, so it kind of brought it back to reality yeah brought back to present day but um yeah i mean i absolutely adored this first episode i am just from the little uh trailer we got for next week this week's episode now i mean i am so excited to see some of the zombies oh yeah i i just i i'm so excited just to see more of bella ramsey who Mm -hmm. i don't love in game of thrones i didn't care for her character at all which i know is always something that people get mad at me for yeah people liked her just because she was a kid but I, you know, I, you, I told you I laughed when she died. Yeah, I thought she, shit was so funny. She was just there to have like, because you always gravitate towards like the younger characters yeah. usually, and, and then she gets yeah. stomped. Yeah. Um. No, but I thought she killed as Ellie. She's actually probably my favorite character from the first episode. Yeah, uh, she's she, a great actress. She so. is literally Ellie. Like, she's got the like angry demeanor where she's just cursing everybody out. She stabs the dude yeah. without even telling anyone mm-hmm. what she's gonna do. Yeah. 
And, and that, again, she doesn't look like Ellie from the games, but it's not about the looks. It's about how like that didn't. Even, I don't know why it did so much more for Tess, but mm-hmm. Bella Ramsey as Ellie, I could let go of right away. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter how they look. Like I think it's just your performance that yeah, exactly. Keeps you in it. But uh, yeah, I mean, that last shot where it shows them going into the city, into the whatever they called the zone. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about the red zone, but that's from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I got I'm watching two different zombie genres at the same time. <laughs> it's really confusing me. Yeah, but uh, no, I I adored the first episode. Yeah. I thought the cinematography was great. I loved, I loved just how they showed so quickly how much Sarah's death did, like fucked Joe over. Yeah, fucked Joel up, not over, because that makes it sound like she's it's her fault that he's all sad. Mm-hmm. But uh, when he throws that little kid. In dead body into the fire oh, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't drop it in solve it. He just eats it. <laughs> but that scene was sad. That little kid. Yeah. That kid thought he was going to like Disney World. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll be safe in Boston. He's like, and I'm then, so happy. Yeah. yeah. Dead. It's also a sad seeing the like guards and you see like the red scanner thing. You don't know what that means yet. But I mean, you assume. Yeah, red, red is, is not good. <laughs> but even I like when I saw that, I was like. Maybe red's a good thing. You know, the, you know, the Star Wars good guys shoot red lasers. Maybe it's good. And then you see the kid, you see the sneakers. and you're like, I didn't know it was him at first. Really? And then they zoomed on the sneakers. I was like, yeah, it was that's... like that couple seconds. I'm like looking at him like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. it was like yeah, the 22 jump street. Mm-hmm. At like, first, oh, I, thought, I thought it was like, like really young Ellie at first. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I was like, that looks more like a guy. Yeah. I was like, it looks like a boy, but can't assume though. Could be anyone. Never know. Yeah. I also liked how they set it in 2003 because the game is set, the prologue, in 2013. But I think in the prologue, Joel's supposed to be like 30 and Pedro Pascal is 55, I'm pretty sure. So they set it back in 2003 to do a 20-year time skip so it matched up with Pedro Pascal's real age. Yeah. Which, you know, it doesn't change anything really, but I think it was just a cool thing to kind of – It'd be like when we're actually living through. Yeah, make it easier for him. So he's not playing a younger guy. I don't know if you listened to the Nerd Soup review this year. I did. <laughs> LeBron never happens. Jordan <laughs> is the undisputed yeah. goat. <laughs> There's no avatar. Oh, There's shit. no avatar, dude. I never got CGI. <laughs> I like how they were like, Peter Jackson got Lord of the Rings off, though. That yeah. probably came out. He no. didn't get the Oscar, but they may have came out. Oh, no, the first one might have come out. No, the second one definitely came out. Well, your second one come out, 2002. Yeah. Oh, it's the 2001, 2, and 3, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so far, The Last of Us has a 9.4 on IMDb, mm-hmm. has a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 96 on Google. Yeah. Which I mean, fuck Rotten Tomatoes, but the other two still 90s. Yeah. Which is just showing how much people are loving it. And I mean, mm-hmm. this is a video game adaptation, and the fact that people don't know it's a video game adaptation yeah. shows because people are like, oh, like, as people were texting me, they're like, why they have to kill it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. We've never had a video game adaptation this good. Yeah. The now. last one, I mean, it's, it, it is still crazy to say this. Probably Detective Pikachu. No, it's Sonic. I still haven't seen Sonic. Sonic's fire. Sonic or Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu is awesome. Yeah, but it's funny that they take all these story games and just butcher them by making them movies or changing them up too much. The best ones are the ones that you, I mean, before this at least, were the ones like 
Detective Pikachu or Sonic, where they just took the characters and made their own story. Yeah. But this one, giving it a TV show, giving it 10 hours to do a 10 or 15 hour game, you get time to flesh out the characters in the story instead of just doing a movie, which is hour and a half to two hours, maybe three if you're lucky. And that's it. You have to pack so much into one movie. Giving it a TV show gives it time to really naturally progress, which is going to help this show immensely and yeah. the story. I agree. I think the best way to do video game adaptations goes through television. Yeah. I think it's going to be really hard to try and do it as movies. Like you're saying, you only have an hour and a half to two and a half hours at the mm -hmm. most. Yeah. Because there's no video game movie that's going to get a three-hour runtime. No. But, yeah, so, I mean, them deciding with the show, because when this first got announced, it was a movie with Maisie Williams. Yeah. And that they scrapped that, and they were like, that's not how it's going to work. Thank God. And Naughty Dogs, they were very... They were like, no, this has to be done as a TV show. It's the yeah. only way it's going to work. So I give them a lot of credit for not forcing this to be a movie and go for the money. They're going for critic critical acclaim, and they're going for just what they think is going to give the best chance to succeed. They No, they just want to tell this story the right way. They want to get their story across because they've already done the work. They've already told the story, and it's one of the best stories of all time. I mean, video games, in my opinion, is the best medium for telling a story. Because not only can you give it a long time and make the game, but you're also playing it yourself. You can play it your own way. You can explore more. You can, you know, have different play styles. Like, you make the game your own, which is something you obviously lose when you make it a TV show or a movie. Yeah. But giving it the time to flesh out the characters and bring everything in, just let it progress naturally, it helps it a lot. Yeah. So, you know. I don't think any adaptation is going to be better than the game, in my opinion. Like, if it's, like, straight story adaptation, one for one, or as close as it's going to get. I don't think you can beat the game because there's just so much, like, it's so personal because you're the yeah, one. Yeah, because you're the one it. in control of it. Yeah. But this is, you know, they did it right. They made sure they have the time and the money and the right people to bring the story to life on screen. Because they brought over the same writer from the game. Yeah. And then you have the creator of Chernobyl taking over as the showrunner. Yeah. Which I mean, and yeah, Neil Druckmann, that's mm -hmm. the creator. Yeah. He, and you still have a lot of voice act like Troy Break Troy Baker is the guy who voices Joel. In the yeah, he's game. gonna be in the, he's in the show. Yeah. And he's not a good guy in the show. Yeah, that's what it's just, just that's what he said. for everyone. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm so excited for the second episode, especially when you get that last shot of them going into that. God damn it, what's it called? I, the hazard zone. Yeah, so I'm just going into the hazard zone of Boston. I love. Did you see the zombie when it panned up? The zombie screaming on the roof. Yeah, that was sick. I'm I'm so ready. Yeah. I'm I'm just excited to get into it. And I mean, there's shots that just like it's literally one for one with the game, mm -hmm. which I mean, just it does a lot for people who are fans of the game because that keeps them being like, oh, like I remember that. I remember that. Even me who didn't play the game but watched people play it because I don't have a PlayStation, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my god, I remember watching that. Like it's just cool to see that and see. Just little details that they decide to change, like in the first 30 minutes when the plane crashes in the game, it's a, it's a car accident, mm -hmm. but they change it to a plane. I think the plane actually works better because it's showing like how massive this is. Yeah. And I love the how whole widespread. It is. Yeah. Like that whole sequence was terrifying. That, that granny, God yeah. damn it. I, I hate what I've said this before on the podcast. I'm going to say, probably say it every time I, ha I see it, mm -hmm. people crawling on all fours. <laughs> freaks the fuck out of me yeah. I, I it's just so unnatural and just yeah. freaky and i also loved with the granny like the way that she was attacking them like she left 
the old man alive, which is her husband, maybe, Mm-mm. or her her son-in-law, probably. Yeah, but she left him alive because, and you see when she's biting her daughter, I guess she's not like the zombies in this are not trying to eat. They're not trying to like just kill people. They're trying to spread the fungus. You can see it coming out of her mouth and sticking onto the girl's neck. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting, but it's because it's spreading the disease. It's not trying to eat or kill. It doesn't care about that. It's just trying to spread it as far as it can. And that's why she like leaves the older man alive. And then dude, when they're driving away and you see him run out and attack the people, Spread just in the background. Oh man, that whole like that is so good. Yeah, but um, I loved. It reminded me so much of this whole episode. Reminded me a lot of Children of Men, which we watched semi recently. It's yeah, within the last year. The whole story kind of like the more I thought about it, the whole story is very similar. No, it's almost it is the exact same style of a story. Yeah, because in Children of Men, it's a woman that can give birth. Yeah, you finally find a woman who can give birth, and the resistance fighters and this. In Last of Us, it's, it's the Fireflies, Firefly. yep. and they're trying to move her to another faction of them to protect them, and that's the same thing in Children of Men. You get the character who you're, and he gets put in this position to take her there, and it's kind of the same thing with Ellie. You find somebody who's finally immune to it, and she's trying to get. They're trying to transport her to somebody else who can help. It's very similar to that story, which I'm happy with because that's one of my favorite like. It's not really post-apocalyptic, but no, I in a still sense, technically it's, post-apocalyptic. It doesn't yeah. an apocalypse doesn't have to include yeah. zombies. It's not an apocalypse in like the regular sense of the word. Yeah, because everyone associates zombies to that. But it's yeah, not it's not even zombies. It's like the end of the world. Like yeah. everybody's dying. In Children of Men, it's just there's no more babies being born. So Which, I mean, technically, is the world ending because eventually the world will have no one. Oh left. yeah, but I mean, like buildings are falling down. Yeah, like nobody's actively being killed. Besides from terrorists, but <laughs> you know that that movie has my favorite long take ever. Yeah, well, that's what I thought of because they did the long. They said did the same long take. Yeah, with just the camera in the car following them. I love this kind of stuff. Oh my god, it's so good. Well, that's not the one take I'm talking about. We're talking about the one with the tank. Oh yeah, yeah. Blood splats onto the that camera, which is all by accident. Mm-hmm. That movie's so good. That movie I think. Good. We should we should start because now we have the microphones that can connect to the phone. If we want to do like movies that we've already like movies that come out years ago and stuff like that, we could do like short reviews on those. Patreon, but then we have to do full length episodes. We could do like watch alongs. We could do watch along anywhere. Why do we have to make people pay for it? Because we're broke. I know. Dinero. Because <laughs> we have to pay for spring break. <laughs> Oh, God. I hate you, Abby. <laughs> but uh, no, this show has been just off the first episode. I'm, I think it's going to be very hard for a video game adaptation to ever pass this one already. Because mm-hmm. just in this one episode is better than anything else we've ever gotten. Yeah. Which I hope is a lesson that if you're going to adapt Do a story game, like if you're going to adapt something like Sonic, where it's just the character and you write your own story, yeah. you can do a movie. But if you're going to adapt a story, you need a TV show. This gives me hope that eventually, hopefully, it's us making it. Call of Duty series would be great because I know that's your dream project. I would love to make a movie. I would love to be a part show. of it because, I mean, that's that's our goal is to make the movie, I mean, yeah. movie, TV show, whatever. I mean, ever since I played the games, I was like, yeah. this is, you know, it's not even that long. It's like, what, five, six hours maybe if you really flesh it out. 
I don't know those first that first trilogy those there's the first a lot trilogy of is longer yeah the first trilogy is definitely longer I would and that's that's the one I think I would want to adapt yeah. I think that's the better so far yeah but um I agree yeah I I would this gives me hope that we're gonna eventually get a Red Dead show because it shows that it's possible that show would be and so long <laughs> that show would be so long but I have I do want to add that so I'm watching The Walking Dead right now. Which I'm enjoying because it's starting to pick up again. I was I was gonna stop watching because I wasn't enjoying it, but the third season ends on a high note, and I'm very <laughs> excited for the future season. Mm-hmm. But um, my mom was trying to watch The Walking Dead, and I think that shows a little bit harder for me to watch because for anyone who's seen The Walking Dead, very graphic, yeah, very in your face, zombies ripping people's guts out, and it's it's very gory. This is gory, but it's not the same level of gory because as you're saying, they're not eating the people. Yeah. They're trying to infect these people. Yeah. And my mom loved this episode. Did she? She loved it. Really? She's so excited for the next episode. I got to watch it with my dad because I know he'll be terrified. It's so it's good. It's going to be hilarious. I think your dad would actually like because it's not super so, scary. Too. It's more creepy than it is scary. Yeah. There's scary scenes, but I mean, mm-hmm. that one take driving through the town, as we talked about, was so good. And yeah. I'm, I'm just really excited. I'm very happy with the castings. Mm-hmm. I think the directing is so far seems good. And I'm just hoping they stay with the same story. And I hope that we can every episode we come back and say how good it is. And I hope it doesn't yeah. fall off or nothing. I hope they don't do something crazy like, oh, we're doing this instead of this. Yeah. But I have I do think they're going to change one thing possibly, mm. which I think will be really hard to come back from. But so I'm, all right. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't yeah. played watched the gameplay or seen the game yet. Because that's the thing. I know how the game ends. I know nothing other than that. Mine's about how the game ends. Is it? Because like Nick Offerman's character, I've no clue. I don't oh know my god, he's one of the best characters. I have no idea. I I only know the very end of the game. Yeah, don't that's say what it. it is. And I know the beginning of the second game, which yeah. If they adapt that into a season two, that's gonna be rough for people to watch. But they are they are doing the same. They said game. it was season one is the first. I game really hope they, they do. Don't. I two. just make it two seasons. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want certain things to happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, is there anything you want to add? No, I feel like we did kind of covered it. It's just a TV show. Yeah, I, I love the performances so far, and I can't wait to see how they end up, where they end up. That's what I don't know. So I'm excited. Cool. Want to hop into the recommendation of the week? I I knew you were gonna forget. Uh, you know what? I can tell you. Yesterday, I thought of it, and I was like, I'm gonna make a list. I'm not gonna forget, and then I forgot. <clears throat> Do you want to go first? No, you go first. Why do you always make me go first? Because I don't know. Yeah, okay. So staying with the zombie, quote-unquote zombie genre, I'm recommending 28 Days Later, the Killian Murphy zombie film, which has officially had a, the sequel greenlit after how many years now? 21 years mm. after the original comes out. It is one of my friend's favorite zombie movies. It is up there with mine. I think it's a really fun time. It's... If you're not in a shaky cam, maybe this won't be for you. Yeah. But it's it's a really fun movie if you're into watching how a movie's made and into uh, unique filmmaking. I would highly recommend you check this one out, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've done this one before. I may have, but I'm gonna recommend it again. It's Chernobyl. I don't think you've ever actually recommended it. Have I? You've talked about it. Yeah. But I mean, just because it's the same showrunner from The Last of Us, he did Chernobyl, which was. It's known as one of the best miniseries of all time for a reason. It's fantastic, and it has the same feel as this where it's, you know, it's not scary, but it's creepy. And it's kind of crazy that because it's only radiation. There's no, like, bad guy. 
It's just the air is trying to kill you. So <laughs> it's, it's a really, really good show. And I, I mean, I can't recommend it enough. It's fantastic and it's terrifying. It's so, my next show. Yeah. I have two episodes left of the Pacific and then I'm going to watch. Yeah. I'm going to watch that alongside The Walking Dead because I'm starting to really enjoy The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have some fan questions. All right. Uh, first question. Would y'all want to play the game? Question from Nelson. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for it to come out on PC. It still hasn't come out yet. Yeah. They oh. they announced that it's going to come out, but they haven't renounced announced a release date mm. as far as I've seen. You know, I'll play it on I'll play with Ryan on his computer because I'm yeah. not buying a PC or a PlayStation anytime soon. Yeah. Um question number two is Curtis from our boy Curtis. How is the short film going? So not good. <laughs> no, not bad, but we're just lazy. Yeah, I think it kind of gets hard once you, we, we start classes because then we have other things to worry about. Yeah. But, I mean, we have all the scenes done. We know we know what the scenes are going to be. For now. We could make changes later. Yeah, but, like, but we have our outline for how we're going to do the scenes. We know we, what we want it to be. We just have a lot of stuff going on. So it's definitely slowed down a little bit. Yeah, it, it will. I'm going to say it's probably going to be filmed during the summer because that's going to be. When that's what we're hoping. If we can. Right no, we are film filming this summer. I'm not. Yeah, we're not pushing this back any further. But I mean, yeah, we have the three because it's going to be three scenes most likely, unless we add more. Or yeah, it's not going to be long. And we have our storyboard of what we want. We have two of the character. We have the main character's name, uh, and we have hit one of his friends' names, and we have a synopsis. So I think we can read the synopsis at least. It's only like two sentences. So we don't have a really a title yet. I made the writing title. I just picked a random writing title. What do you call it? A working title? Yeah. So for the working title, at least I have the effect, which is probably going to be changed. And the synopsis is we follow, we will be following the life of Brady, who's suffering from an eating disorder. And we get to see these effects of it. And we see how it affects a person mentally and physically. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited to keep working on it. I did a little bit of work on it today. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into the script soon. I mean... The script shouldn't take very long, especially going like reading through it. But mm-hmm. um, I'm excited to do it because I think once we do it, that will give us like a little bit of more ground to stand upon to try and help us work in the industry and at least get some viewership on what we know how to do and what we can do. Yeah. Uh, oh, question number three. When will there be another video episode? This question is from Molly. Uh, February. Yeah, whenever we can afford cameras. So, well, we're doing the episode with Raiders. Yeah, we should try to get an actual camera though. So we we really should. <laughs> and we also have to figure out how we're going to set the camera up so we're both in shot and stuff yeah. like that. But no, uh, February because we're going to be doing another episode with our friends at Raiders of the Lost podcast. Good friends of ours who are actually hosting their first live episode, which I'm really excited for them. And that's actually on Saturday. Is it? Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for that. Awesome. Uh, question number four. Will this be the greatest video game adaptation ever? This question is from Marcus. I think it has it a chance might. to be. Yeah. Like, I think... You don't know anything else that's coming out yet. Yeah. As of right now, yes. Yeah. As far as story games go. No, this is better than Sonic. Well, yeah. But I mean, like... <laughs> this is, this, yeah, is, no, that's this is the best. Video games in total. I mean, we'll have to see how the whole season pans out. I don't know out, what you're talking about. Mortal Kombat Resurrection. Highly recommend everyone check it out. Hey, I like the new Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, too bad the I'm one of the three people who liked it. <laughs> um, oh, okay. This was a cool question. 
uh hi guys you gave me the inspiration to start my own podcast so before i started i wanted to ask is it a lot of work from francis no see i disagree we made it a lot of work because we wanted to make it better but if you're just shooting the shit with your buddies it's yeah fun. if it depends on what you want to do with fun. it yeah which is still fun it's you know you don't have to make it work but if you know if you'd like to make it work then you can yeah i would say the hardest part is starting it yeah and now i think the hardest part is posting it everywhere because now at least colin our editor he posted on youtube because he runs our youtube channel for us yeah which really helps so i think if you get someone that knows how to edit or if you know how to edit yourself it definitely makes your job a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But it, like what you're saying, if you just want to do it for fun, then no, just record and post it. Yeah, which is still fun. It's yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it depends on what you want to do with it. We do it because we want to improve our knowledge on film. We love film. We want to work in film. So I think this is just yeah. I think we kind of make it harder than it needs to be. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I do recommend if you ever want to start one, just do it. Definitely. Uh, and this is the last question. Question number six is from James. If you guys could do this as a full-time job for the rest of your life, would you? Just talk shit on movies? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it. Sounds I think awesome. they just mean like be a podcast host. No, yeah. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean. I, I, if I could make a living doing this, yeah. I'd yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just talk for an hour once a week? Well, I think, I think they mean more than once a week, but I think we'd have to do it like Raiders does it because, I mean, they live off their podcast. Yeah, that's true. And they post five times a week. Yeah. That's insane. Five There's times. I mean, they're also twenty-seven, so yeah, they they don't they don't have to do everything else. But yeah, no. If I if I could get paid, however, I think I would rather still work in movies than just talk about them. Yeah, I think yeah, I I'd rather work in the industry than just talk about it. But but I mean, talking about it would if this was a full time job would kind of make us part of the industry because that'd be yeah. our whole job. I mean, talking about it is a good time. So you know, yeah. I, I mean, yes. If someone was like, I'll pay you. Someone offered to pay me $75,000 a year to do this. Yeah, totally. Hell yeah. I'll totally stick with that. Hey, if anyone wants to pay us $75,000 a year to talk about any movie that you want us to talk about, we'll do it. I'm going to read the fine print first. Yeah, we're going to read and the fine print because certain companies are assholes and don't want to pay their people on time. I'm not going to say what companies, but uh, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add? No. I think we got everything out of the way. Yeah, I think this was a good episode uh yeah so thank you guys for tuning into this episode make sure to check us out on tiktok spotify apple music google Podcasts, youtube which we've actually started posting a lot more consistently on i think our last three episodes are up there now with shorts uh check out our tiktok if you want to see me and ryan just being assholes and ryan punching me but uh yeah we're gonna get more into doing tiktok and youtube stuff because that helps us grow the podcast even more than it already is and uh yeah thank you guys for tuning in ryan i'm gonna leave you with the last words again See ya.